Welcome to the Voices in Recovery podcast. Voices in Recovery is produced by Freedom's Path Recovery Society, a registered Canadian charity. If you enjoy the podcast, please consider a donation at www.freedomspathrecoverysociety.ca. All donations go directly to assisting Freedom's Path in providing services free of charge and helps us keep the podcast going. We are grateful for any and all donations. This podcast discusses difficult topics such as childhood abuse, drug and alcohol use, sexuality, sexualized trauma, and more. If you are under the age of 18, please speak with your legal guardian prior to listening. The opinions expressed during the podcast are those of the individual and not those of Voices in Recovery or Freedom's Path Recovery Society. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. This podcast is being recorded on the traditional land of the Blackfoot Confederacy. This consists of the Kainai, Pekani, Siksika, and the Blackfeet in the U.S. We acknowledge the Stony Nakoda, which consists of the Bearspaw, Morley, and Chinookie. We acknowledge the Satina, who are Dene, and the Métis, Inuit, status and non-status from all of Turtle Island, and those who are visiting. We are all treaty people. So Jamie, thanks for coming on tonight. Uh, you take it away, sir. Sure. Um, so yeah, my name is Jamie Miner. I'm uh, born and raised in Calgary, and I am three years sober. And um, yeah, my my path with um, addiction started uh, at an early age, kind of unknowingly. Mm. You know, the first time I tried alcohol, drugs, you name it, I look back at it now, and I was like, oh man. I abused it right away. As mm. soon as I had it, I was like, I want more. And what I, I really realized too, looking back was I didn't just want more of the alcohol. I wanted more of the attention, mm. more of this character that I thought was something special. Yeah. You know, the exciting person, the fun person, the energetic mm. person who willing to say yes to just about anything, anything. Yeah. Um, so, you know, um, I was a big partier. Um, all my friends were big partiers and for a good while it, it seemed like it was just fun. Mm -hmm. And, uh, eventually things started to happen in my life that made me lean towards abusing, um, the drugs and alcohol. Um, work was a big one. Work got really stressful, lots of issues there. Um, relationship with girls, mm -hmm. ending of those. And I noticed that I was, I was using this to cope, to cope. And, uh, but one of the biggest things that happened was my, my best friend, uh, drowned mm. and I'm that, sorry, man. that was the, the big tip. Mm. As soon as that happened, I didn't know how to handle it. Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to grieve. And that's when I just started abusing it mm -hmm. heavily. And I eventually just spiraled way, 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 way down to waking up, drinking, sniffing cocaine, mm -hmm and getting it throughout the day. But I was a master manipulator, master actor. So mm -hmm. I made it look like everything was fine. I was making good money. Darcy, picture. I was, uh, you know, still hitting up the Flames game as mm -hmm. the trumpet guy. And, oh, you're uh, the trumpet guy. I'm the trumpet guy for the Calgary Flames. Oh, right on. Yeah, so that, that's something that, that I built up. I haven't up. been to a hockey game in years, so. Yeah, yeah if and when you're there, um, yeah. you hear the trumpet, that's me. <laughs> Cool. Um, but yeah, anyway, started abusing, spiraling, mm -hmm. and then eventually I was like, okay, I got I to gotta make some changes here. My friends, my family, my coworkers, everybody started to notice. Mm -hmm. And so I started my attempts. Um, tried to do it by myself, 
try to do it with help from friends, try to do it with AA, try to do it with smart recovery, try to do it with counselors, try to do it with Alberta Health Services. Mm -hmm. And I failed at all of those. Um, I would say I failed because I relapsed, but looking back, these were all stepping stones towards my sobriety. For sure, I would agree. And, sure. and that's what I tell anybody I'm helping, mm -hmm. is I'm like, hey, every experience of when you tried and you failed is a step forward. Mm -hmm. It's a very hurtful step forward, but it is one. Mm -hmm. So long story short, my rock bottom was I'd, I'd been sober, been doing pretty good, like maybe a month, and I went out camping. Camping with my friends, but again, no boundaries set. All my friends were drinking. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm fine without alcohol. Back of my mind, going nuts. So I go for a couple days. I make it. I go back home. And my friends say, man, that was so much fun. Why don't you come back out? So I'm mm -hmm. like, I'll do it again. I go back out. And then the little voice in my head says, you know what? That actually wasn't fun last time. Mm -hmm. That was freaking hard. Yeah. Let's, let's make it better. No one will know. Mm -hmm. So... I sneak all my booze, do all the, the typical tips and tricks. And uh, long story short, I wake up in the morning and I'm full relapsed withdrawals. Mm. Okay, shaking, vomiting, everything. And all I know is I got to get the hell out of here because mm. I'm embarrassed. All the people are there. They're going to know. So I take off, hit the liquor store and start drinking on the way back in a 707 horsepower vehicle. Mm. And I start driving like a maniac. And I remember at the time, it was like a cloud of, I don't give a fuck what happens to mm. me. You know, like if I crash and die, crash and die. And all of a sudden, cherry lights behind me and there's the police. And I specifically remember pulling over and just going like this. Mm. It's over. It's over. And after that, I got all my tickets, got my DUI, told the officer, you know, I relapsed, blah, 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 went home, started drinking. Mm. And then one of my friends came over, like basically broke into the house, found me laying on the ground and looked at me and said, I think you need to go to rehab. Mm -hmm. And that was the first moment I said, yes, I do. Yeah. So start looking and now that i look back and this will allude to why i'm doing Oktoberfest, is i've made this decision i made the hardest decision i've ever made in my life i'm mm -hmm. gonna go do this how do i find the right place how do i get in mm -hmm. what is it gonna be like what's the right one all these burning questions and i was lucky enough that i had enough money saved up that i was able to get into a private facility mm -hmm. right away locally Twenty thousand mm -hmm. dollars. Best twenty thousand dollars I've ever spent to date, and probably will be for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. And that's what did it for me. I went in there for two months. I did the hard work. The detachment from friends, family, work, and the outside world is what I needed mm -hmm. to heal myself and mm -hmm. find out the reasons why I was abusing these substances. Mm -hmm. And once I healed those, it was a lot easier to be like, I don't need it. Mm -hmm. So. You know, that's kind of my story, yeah. start to finish. And then once I got out, um, I took it very, very slowly. I learned I was the type of guy that can go 100%, but I need to not do that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I eased myself back into life. And once I eased myself back in, 
I, I started to wanting to make music again. And I always made music. I would rap. I would sing. But a lot of my songs were, were messed up, man. Mm. Like, they were about drugs. They were about alcohol. They weren't about the real me. Mm. And now I was ready to share that story. Um, but it was hard. Uh, first time I went into my music studio at home, sober. Five minutes, crying. Because mm. my brain is just going, you're not creative enough. You can't do this without the alcohol and the drugs. So I stopped. I went back in again, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 30 minutes. And eventually I'm making music again. But the music's hard to make. So I was like, well, when I wanted to quit drinking, what did I do to, to do it? Mm -hmm. I got help. I pushed the ego aside and I got my help. So I was like, I'm doing this with music. Mm -hmm. I went on Kijiji. I ran to this guy, his name's Saad. He's a music producer. And all of a sudden he's telling me, Hey, we're with AMAG entertainment. Mm. We're a big corporation that finds new talent and we want to work with you. Mm. And I go, bullshit. <laughs> this, 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 mm. is, this is a scam, whatever. Long story short, I do sign with these guys. I start working with them. And almost two years later, we went from, crying in the music studio to throwing a sober music festival mm. that I've got tailored songs made for. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know this at the time when I was making this music that all of a sudden it was going to come to this part, mm -hmm. but my music's perfect for it. Mm. Okay. Opening song for Ox Soberfest is literally called Sober Fun. Mm. Now, let me tell you, that was a hard song to make. Mm -hmm. Sober Fun. We all know in this room that it's possible, mm -hmm. but how do you make a song that's fun and sober and not judging and saying you need mm. to, it's a welcoming song. It's a saying, do you want to try this? If you do and you're scared, I'll do it with you. Mm -hmm. And that's the kind of ideas that we're going to have. Cool. We've got beautiful songs, beautiful music. Uh, we've raised already $30,000. Right on. And, uh, what kind of music is it? So my, my music's like pop, okay. hip hop. Um, it's like a mix of Justin Bieber and Macklemore. Okay. Yeah. But it's me. Like once you get to know me and people hear my music, mm -hmm. they say, what genre is that? They say, that's Jamie Minor. Mm, right on. He's created his own genre. Yeah. So it's, um, it's been a quite the journey and I'm excited to just share this with the world. Mm -hmm. Um, the lady who helped me get sober, the lady who ra ran the recovery house, um, my last day there, she said, Jamie, you've got so much talent. Mm -hmm. You've got all these abilities to connect with people instantly. Now that you've conquered your ego, go use it to help others mm -hmm. instead of yourself. And so that's, that's what I've been doing. Right on. And I'm loving every minute of it. Excellent. So what's the details of the festival? Um, so it's October 16th, Sunday at 2 p.m. Mm -hmm. Figure that's perfect time for a sober music festival. Why not? And uh, doors open at two. Um, tickets right now are $25 for adults and $10 for children. Okay. And all proceeds are going to helping those in need. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to have lots of local performers. We've got Justine Giles, Braden Lowe, Mindseed. And these are artists that are doing this for free. Mm -hmm. They want to do it. They believe in the mission. Mm -hmm. They're in. 
got some other rappers from Edmonton, and one of them's the fastest rapper in Canada. Oh wow! Verbal Vortex. Another one is. Have you heard of Verbal Vortex? No. No. <laughs> yeah, okay, because you made a noise. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> so it's like a secret Canadian rap fan. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's 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 crazy. And then we've got another guy's name, CJ CJ Prime. Um, he's a uh, Aboriginal, mm -hmm. and he's he's making music that's about how he got out of the life of the reserve. Mm. You know, what he was raised in and how he's got out and now he's making his music to help the kids mm -hmm. and show them, hey, you can make it. And especially mm -hmm. with this week, Orange Shirt Week and everything. Mm -hmm. I mean, this guy, he, he brings tears to my eyes when I just think about what he's doing. And that's the type of people we got. Mm -hmm. um, it's also, it's gonna be wild. Like I got costumes, mm -hmm. I got freaking candy we're handing out. I got giveaways. Mm -hmm. I own two companies, um, Max Green Windows and Doors, and Endorphin Garage. Mm -hmm. So I've got the ability to give back in pretty unique ways. Mm -hmm. um, one of them's a free ride in a Lamborghini for a day. Right Another on. one's uh, a free game to the Calgary Flames. Mm. I'm hosting it as Trumpet Guys, so you get yep. to sit there with me. And, and cool and like around. watch everybody go nuts when you blow the trumpet oh yeah 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 so <laughs> you know it's gonna be so much fun um we're really gonna show people that you can come as you are you yeah. do not need substances you do not need this whatever state you're in whatever you're dealing with this is a safe spot mm. no judgment guaranteed and the hope is is that people come and they see that this can be done and maybe there's some people that come in and they're going to go, hey, it's my time now. Mm -hmm. I'm going to message Jamie and be like, I'm ready for this change. Mm -hmm. And with the money that we raised, we're going to help people. Okay. Where's that money going? Um, so basically, I'm creating a foundation, mm -hmm. Jamie Minor Foundation. So I'm going to secure the money there. And I've got a uh, professional certified addictions counselor. And what we'll do is we're going to have people submitting their stories of, I want to get sober mm. or I'm suffering from severe anxiety, severe depression. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to do. And we're going to hook them up with the counselor. Mm -hmm. I'd love to be that starting point, but I can appreciate the fact that we need a professional mm -hmm. and she's going to talk to these people, um, start putting them on the path. And then if her and this individual decide I'm ready for rehab, mm -hmm. I'm going to pay for it. Right on. One person at a time. Mm -hmm. Cause I know how much work, effort and time and money it takes for one person. Mm -hmm. Okay. Especially when they're done. Yeah. When they're done the rehab, you got to have a safe mm. spot. You yeah. need to have a strategic plan. And if you don't have that, you're setting yourself up to fail. Mm -hmm. I love the fact that there's all these free places. I love the fact that the government is doing the best that they can. It's not enough. Mm -hmm. But I, I'm not going to say they're terrible, but I just know that people need better. There's always, we always need more too. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's my goal for mm -hmm. this year. My dream, my vision that I'm going to manifest mm -hmm. is I'm going to open up my own center. Okay. Right on. Here in town? Yep. Right and I, I want it to be that. I want it to be accredited by the government, mm -hmm. have the doctors, have the nurses, have everything we need, but I'm going to make it affordable. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to make it special. Right on, man. So, so that's the vision. Excellent. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Um, I want to thank you guys for having me. Yeah, um, no problem, man. 